0: enter the earth free. Are you receiving my transmission, or am I speaking to myself? Good, welcome to the undisclosed location of nowhere. We broadcast for-
1: you Know that there, uh, I was at Simon Phillips yesterday at the drummer, and he was had his drum set up, and he had a microphone in his bass drum, yeah. And he also had a speaker that far away, a quarter of an inch away from his bass drum that was wired up. A speaker next to his bass drum, A speaker is the same thing as a microphone,
0: uh, it's a diaphragm that vibrates and diaphragm all that, right? That vibrates. Yeah, and,
1: and it's for the ultra low sounds, it only records. Uh, he, he explained it. I mean, the ones that you only your body feel, you can't hear them.
0: So it's so he put a speaker there in order to record those. So it, the speaker, rather than being an output, is an input.
1: And inside wow, of each I didn't base, know you could do that. Inside of each bass drum, he had a paint can, a gallon paint can, <clears throat> sitting on a, a, a towel or a piece of rubber or something, and it was filled with water. In his bass drum. Which is the same density as sand, so it could be water or sand. And he he, I can't, he told me who told him to do this. But it also changes the sound and resonance of the hmm. bass drum to give it this this amazing womp sound.
0: Well, yeah, it's, it's all of a sudden all of this sound and these sound waves have to travel through something incredibly dense. The the paint can with the... Yeah. Oh, but what if it had paint in it? Well... It, it, How's that density? Well, if it fell over, it'd make a mess. But what if it was Jello, like a pink handful of Jello? Oh, that would be the echo effect. The echo effect? Yeah, the wiggly. That would be if you wanted, if you wanted it to like twist its neck around. You know, the
1: Jello. <laughs> We're going to one, two. That's Count Count von Count. No, that's actually uh, uh, Lawrence Welk. Well, one, the two. We're going oh, to play yes. a good huh. song oh, right now. It was on
0: PBS back in the day.
1: No, he was on major network.
0: Oh, was he not? Saturday
1: at- nights. My grand- Maybe they rerun it on PBS watched. now. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, he was from the old country. And they had people that danced in big skirts and they had a big old. Where orchestra. is that on a map? The old country? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it somewhere in the near. Old it's somewhere over near. News Romania. Oh, okay. In there. It's a little tiny country.
0: <laughs> the old country? Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. called old? Yeah. Yeah. It's a small word. It's on the map. Three letters. So, welcome to the show. <clears throat> well, thank you. What I want to introduce my dad, everybody. This is Larry McNinney. Say hi. Hi. Hi.
1: I want you to meet my son. This is Ian McNinney. <laughs> I'm Ian. Hi. People get us mixed up all the time. They do. They do. Um, dad is obviously my dad,
0: and he's here in California visiting me, and he's got some pretty amazing stories, most of which I've heard before, but... uh Today, I'm here to talk to you about like your inspirations and stuff like that, the things that actually got you into what it is that you're doing or what it is that you, you did with your life and, um, in some ways, keep going and keep, keep doing with your life in varying different forms.
1: Well, what got me in here today was you opened the front door. You drove your car, and, and we walked. And I, and I came in here, and up this the was all set up, and i oh, yeah. It was, and suddenly we're recording. I feel like I'm at KVRL Radio in the 60s. K-I-A-N, Dad. Hey, everybody. Come on, Dad. <laughs> we're going to play some top 40 hits for you right now. <laughs> Sorry.
0: And then that's all the top 40 hits we have right now are the High Dare theme song, the Millie McCormick theme song, Monkey Shoulder theme song.
1: That's about it. Monkey Shoulder. That's yeah. good.
0: And the Atrium, the w 2-D2 theme song. We no, that. I like
1: monkey shoulder. That's a good
0: that. monkey shoulder is a good one. I'll let you. I'll let you hear that at the okay. end of the episode. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so, where do you come from? <laughs> you come from Dallas. I know this. I, I know was born and raised Dallas. in
1: Dallas. I'm one of the only original Dallasites. that is from Dallas. There uh, ever I meet well, I Anymore? meet people in Dallas, and there are not too many of them that were born there. There's a, there's a famous uh, what to bumper sticker. It says. I wasn't born in Texas, but I got here as fast as I could. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. But I was one of the original ones. I found. Well, where
0: did everybody go? I founded
1: the city of Dallas with uh, John Neely <laughs> with Bryan. With Billy Bob Dallas. With John Neely Bryan and a bunch of other people. Okay. Uh, where do you think everybody else went? Um, Roy City. Well, they most of them died. Wiley. Yeah, most of them. No, they're they're still there. You know, there's a lot of them there, but. <clears throat> excuse me.
0: You actually went out and did something, and still, still called Dallas home for the but, most part. Yeah,
1: yeah, I lived away for many years, for say fifteen years, for but in, um, in regularly. But um,
0: what do you mean regularly?
1: Well, I mean I, I didn't have a home in Dallas at all for you know fifteen to twenty years, and then I came back. Really? Uh huh. I didn't know this. I left. Um, you home okay, in so my yeah.
0: early 20s. you were born and raised here. No, not here, because we're in California. <laughs> you were born and raised in Dallas.
1: You know, I was born and raised in Dallas, and then I was in a band. Um <clears> And then when we... Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. Oh, whoa, did whoa. I jump? Yeah. <laughs> You're just did like... I, did I skip for of I was years? born, I'm and suddenly
0: I'm 18. Um No, no, no. You, I so was you born were...
1: and raised in Dallas. I went to school. I did the YMCA. Come up, come up a I did the YMCA you and go. Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, and I played intramural football and Okay, so you
0: so in in stark contrast to mom, you didn't do a whole lot of living elsewhere and traveling and kind of loaning it when you were a kid growing up?
1: No, I mean Dallas was like living in Oz. It was just (laughs) It was wonderful.
0: My dad, everybody, uh, <laughs> cannot resist the urge to make jokes from time to time. It's not a joke. So I might have, you might hear me asking him multiple questions a number of different times before we get a real I question. I mean, where
1: else can you live when three tornadoes coming at your house? Really? And you survive. When did this happen? 1957. 1957. Look it up. The Dallas Tornadoes, 1957. Where were you? I was in the front yard of the house playing football with some friends, and my mom said, get in the house. There's where- tornadoes coming.
0: Wow! Like, and, did they come? I mean, the house obviously was still there, so they didn't <laughs> land on top of you. No, but.
1: some places got hit, but I remember we we hit, hit in the hallway with a mattress over us. My friends and brother and I. Did it
0: just fall over?
1: No, no, we pulled it off. Of, my mom pulled it off of bed, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> we were under there. And I, she said, "I'm going to go wait for your dad to come home because he was at work and he was on his way home." So she went out on the patio with a minigun. She went out on the back in the driveway, and we were we were under there going. Oh no, we're all dead. You know, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. <laughs> right. I'm seven years old and my life flashes this is before
0: it. my eyes, you know. It was real fast. But... Goonies oh well the Goonies weren't even out yet. I was gonna say Goonies no. lived
1: longer than you did. No. Uh, and then after about fifteen minutes of sitting there underneath the mattress and smelling everybody's stinky feet, we thought, well, what's what's going on? <laughs> you just started hearing the munchkins outside. We got up and we kind of crept out the towards the back and there were my mom and dad <laughs> and suddenly everything was in color standing there on the driveway and, and i don't know it, it seemed like four or five hundred feet away but it may yeah. have been a quarter of a mile away was one of the tornadoes mm. uh it had lifted up off the ground and was kind of going north past the house
0: so it wasn't on the ground anymore
1: not anymore not okay. at that point no and
0: that was that was round about what area
1: um, it was around the area when I was hoping it would pick my brother up and take him with us. <laughs> <it. laughs> no, it was uh, <clears throat> North Dallas, Preston Road, uh, Royal Lane. Is that Lane. where the
0: tornado was kind of...
1: Yeah, that's where one of, them, one of them went. The other two, I don't know. I mean, I think they probably got mugged somewhere down off Fitch. or The tornadoes? Like yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, they went down to Harry Hines and <laughs> yeah, conducted went, some business.
1: But uh, no, that I did that. I grew up there. I was in Boy Scouts. <clears throat>
0: uh, and you're the middle child. Are you the typical middle child?
1: No, I'm not typical of anything. He's not. No, um, went to church there. Uh, wait a went to grade school. Wait a, minute, wait a
0: minute. What about the middle child thing? What was it like being the middle child?
1: Well, I, I got everything after it was used, but I didn't get everything before it was all used before up. Before
0: it was used, used.
1: <laughs> that was rusty. That was my younger brother. Wow, you know. Um, but we would get a popsicle, and I would get, like, the second lick, and Rusty would get the third lick, and, you know, it went like that. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's
0: like the owl from the uh, Titsu Pop commercials.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's One,
0: two, three. <coughs> that's what Rusty would do.
1: Yep. So
0: we... Uh, Eat that last popsicle. We
1: did that, and uh, I had I had a pretty normal lifestyle. I mean, back then... Because
0: this, the this was the 1950s and early 60s that you grew up.
1: Yeah, right. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> It's, it was a long we, time ago. Well it's all right. People people well, age. and then we then we uh, but it was an, it was a more innocent <laughs> it was a more innocent time. I mean we would actually in the summer get up, put on cutoffs, no shirt, barefoot, and leave the house after <clears throat> excuse me, some breakfast of some kind. And we would be gone all day. Yeah. Maybe stop in for lunch, you know, and have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. And then be gone until dinner time, you know. And and mom and dad, no, the parents Should didn't worry about. The the, they didn't worry about the kids, you know. Yeah, I mean, we yeah, we were smoking corn cob pipes and, you know, <laughs> baling hay and all that. Why washing fences? Actually, it was a middle class neighborhood. My dad built the house we grew up in. Uh, well, he, it was a residential neighborhood. He was a builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like he built the. Well, no, home. I know. I was, I
0: was actually laughing at the corn cob pipe thing because all of a sudden I, I kind of got the what you were saying—the the whole difference in, in lifestyle. You weren't, we weren't living in Tom Sawyer times. That's what you're getting at. I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. You thought you were.
1: Well, I did. I did actually try to convince some people to paint the picket fence white, but we didn't have a your picket house fence. Oh, well, yeah. Right. I was going <laughs> to say.
0: That's, you know. You had a brick fence.
1: We used to ride around on riding lawnmowers the neighborhood uh, we'd get on them and they were mm, called goats and we'd ride around the you know the neighborhood all over
0: uh you just had a goat joy cart. ride on the had, on the
1: lawnmower? Yeah, we down the street you'd take you'd raise up the 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 blade so it wouldn't cut the cement or whatever Holy. and we'd take off and go to Well that sounds dangerous. It was fun though. But, I mean, you're, like, lifting up the blades so that it's... Well, no, no, they come up, you know, so you you can turn But not around. like...
0: You're talking not like the industrial ones where they raise up vertically and the blade's no,
1: just no. there. We, we didn't have licenses to drive at that time. Well, I know that. I'm not
0: talking about... But, I mean, it might have been a little, we couldn't a little afford lawnmower. couldn't a big tractor like that. It might have been a little lawnmower with those little things. Yeah.
1: But it's well, still well, little blades it and stuff. some of the guy's parents' oh, okay. lawnmowers, riding lawnmowers.
0: Well, yeah. yeah.
1: So we did that, and... Uh, Growing up was great. I mean, I, I had a good life and uh,
0: typical '50s American. My parents tried to have me committed
1: style. two or three times, but I avoided that. I, you know, we, we, we made it through. You kept and,
0: getting distracted. That's
1: right. Well, I I would distract them. I would, you know, say, look, there's a fire, and they would go see the fire and forget about having me committed. <laughs> but then,
0: what they didn't and they didn't know is that you set the fire oh my while gosh. you were trying to steal the Mustang.
1: My mom's still alive.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. She won't hear this, though. Yeah, she yeah. might. She Not might hear well. this.
1: Um, then I went to yeah, I mean, normal high school. I wasn't a great student. I was a a good BC student. BC. Yeah, before, before college. Before Christ. Oh, before college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was really more interested with what was going on outside the windows as opposed to inside the. Well, classroom. sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my mind was kind of more creative. Um, I really didn't like history. I didn't like memorizing those dates and all that. Uh, I did have a teacher that was really good and she told us everything about the test before the test. She went over the everything in time. the classroom. And well, yes. she should pass out the test. That's called teaching. And everybody made really good grades. But I ended up learning more in that class and remembering more than I did What class was that? Civics. Civics.
0: What does that up. mean? Home ec? I mean, is that, is it, what is, is that a civics? Yeah, cynics? that's right. But we, we, well, we put on no, little I mean, aprons. And, and I don't know.
1: I, we never, we never we ne-
0: <laughs> if we did any sort of civics, we never called it your civics. Your civic
1: duty, it was your your political duty. It was your oh. uh, civic duty to the community and how all of that was put together in the United States. I maybe. might cut that part out then. Made me sound like an idiot. <laughs> well, you might, it might be a short show. It might be. Miss <laughs> Camp um, um, was her name. Oh. Um, I remember her in high school but but um I went to high school uh, grade school, junior high, and high school, all within about a mile of each other, really all within about a mile of our house. Well, that's um, the way it was
0: supposed to be back in the day, yeah, it's way it's still supposed to be
1: and then i uh when I was about thirteen um, well i was well, I played football and stuff and in a mural and stuff in the front yard with kids and all then I got stomped into the bushes one day and uh I didn't like that, you know. Mm -hmm. The mud, my face was smashed into the mud. You know, we were playing two below. You're supposed to touch two below the waist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this wasn't that. Touch football. No, it was straight down to the ground. (laughs) And I realized that that's nothing I really liked. You know, I, I didn't want to keep doing that. So, a friend of mine had a guitar. He showed me once. He I used to up. play
0: kickball in the whenever I was in public school we would play kickball and that was it was always a fun game but it was never fun to play with all these kids because all they cared about was was winning and all. having the best the best team yeah. and the best score and all that kind of stuff I didn't care yeah I just wanted to play kickball I just wanted to kick that ball as hard as I could
1: I was never on a team that won a we'd never won many games you know baseball team we'd win a game out of 12 <laughs> <you know. laughs> well,
0: that's better than me when I was in that
1: basketball team you remember how many games we
0: won well, you, I think you, over two years, yeah, you probably lost, not a one We did not win a single game, but see what? that, that was a great record. Well, I guess we were, we were, we were, 0 and Oh, and 28 and one. Cause we tied but one game. You probably got
1: pizza after every game.
0: I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. if we did or not. You would, you guys would remember more I than I would. Remember.
1: I don't remember. Yeah, well, no, I don't know. I was probably drunk all the time. <laughs> No, I wasn't. <laughs> um, but the friend pulled out a guitar from under his bed, and his parents had bought it for him at a pawn shop. Yeah. And it was red sparkle, and nice. it had like fourteen or fifteen buttons on it toggle buttons did. and switches and mirrors and and a Fisher Price logo on top I of I mean, it. it well, it was one of those <laughs> guitars that you see in an old fashioned pawn shop that you go, "Wow, what is that?" Really? And the strings were about two inches above the neck. So you, I mean, it was really. Weird. But I thought it was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. And so um, he he played a couple of things. He wasn't very good on it. And I convinced my parents that I really wanted to learn to play guitar. Um, and they bought me a silver tone guitar, came in a case from oh, really? Sears. I was 13. Okay. The ca- yeah, the case, there was a little amplifier built into the case yeah. <clears throat> with a speaker that face the front and the guitar. And you open up, take the guitar out, stand the case up, yeah. plug the guitar into the amp in the case. Oh wow. And yeah. you play. Yeah. Cost sixty-eight dollars. Which is
0: equivalent to what, 250 here now? <laughs> something like that. I mean so, seriously. Yeah,
1: something like something that. Something
0: like that would if it's if but it's a decent quality. It was,
1: it was a silver tone, they're collector's items now. Yeah. Uh, but the fret, the, the strings were too high off the fret, which I tried to fix because you can't, I mean, every time you would play, you'd have bloody tips of your fingers yeah, for yeah. pressing so hard. And, and, um, I ended up taking some lessons, learning how to play some chords, learning how to play bar chords. I really didn't like playing, uh, well, I was going to say down by the bay. I really didn't like playing, <laughs> <clears throat> playing, um, turkey in the straw or, uh, up. Oh gosh, some of the old folk songs I can't even remember them right now. Dixie, because that's what they were. These these guys were going to teach you how to play. Down in the valley. Ch- well, yeah, I guess old old school. Vi- Wait, excuse me, I'm singing. The <laughs> valley Solo. Anyways, so I get my I, lighter out. I saved up my money and bought a, a better guitar. Yeah, found a new teacher that taught me. What was some, that guitar? If this, so this a, is
0: the first guitar you ever bought for yourself. What, what guitar was it? It was, was a it?
1: Stratocaster, three hundred nice. and thirty dollars.
0: Nice.
1: Wow. I, but I saved up money from my
0: paper route. This is like nineteen sixty-four. Dallas Morning News. Oh, I mean, Dad is notorious for telling everybody the Dallas Morning News story. So we, we, you have to, you have to. Hey, we make a joke in our family that that. Hi, Larry McNinney, nice to meet you. Do you know I used to throw the Dallas Morning News? <laughs> it's just, it's funny. So I think you should regale the whole world with, with just the, the cliff Notes version of this, this tale.
1: It's all a lie. I never threw the Dallas Morning News. Ever? No. Really? That's right. No. I used to rob. I used to rob places. He used to rob the Dallas Morning News. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) He used to go behind the guy
0: who threw the Dallas Morning News and go and pick up all the papers. I'd pick them up and
1: throw them to people's houses that didn't subscribe. (laughs) Yeah. He'd
0: give them to the homeless.
1: But I made enough money to buy a guitar, a good guitar, and um, Fender was one of the top brands. This is 1964-ish, and uh, found a guy to teach me lessons that my mom would take me to at McCord Music in Dallas, and he taught me a few bar chords and a couple of other things, and I figured, well, I've learned enough now. I'll, I'll go up my own way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 15 now. I can do this. Yeah, well, I, I know four bar chords. I know how to do this, Yeah. You know. Gosh. And um, <clears throat> so I did that, and then I, I was sitting in... But did you like it? Oh, I love playing the guitar, But she yeah, just did I, didn't I like saw learning. the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, as most aspiring right. rock stars did, and you see all the girls screaming and you go, Well, that sure looks a lot more fun than laying in the mud with some football player standing right. on your head. Right, doesn't so it? That's what I did. And So it was all about the ladies. Well, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, if I'd have practiced more, I might have been a better Well, guitar If you'd player. taken lessons till you were sixteen. <laughs> that's right. You might have you might have been up there. Uh, but I was sitting in home in uh, study hall once in junior high. And this guy in front of me was annoying me or something like that. And we ended up talking, and he said he was a drummer. And I said, oh, really? How long have you been playing? This guy
0: ended up annoying you, and you ended yeah, well, up talking?
1: something, you know. Something yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to slap him upside the head. Wow. And um, he Sounds said, oh, like I've been, pa- I've been playing drums for, you know, Two or three years now, you know. I mean, he's Ooh. he's thirteen or fourteen. Too. I'm hot stuff. <clears throat> and he said, "Well," and I said, "Well, I play guitar." Well, he said, "How long are you playing?" I said, "Oh, I don't know, three or four years." You know, I'm, You man. really said that. we both lied to each other. <laughs> so we decided we were going to put a band together.
0: Nice. And the guy's name was. You you could bring it up. Oh, so it's Larry Melideo. Larry Melideo. Yeah. It's yeah. ironic, these two fourteen year old kids both named Larry. With the unfortunate adult name Larry. That's right. As fourteen year old. I mean, come on, do you grew up as Larry? You didn't think people were like, as a little kid, that name is just a little little you don't think that's a little bit of a it'd be like naming a little a little girl Ethel. It could have been Otis. You know, cute little four year old baby girl Ethel. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad name. It could have been Hershey Bar. They could have named you Hershey Bar? Yeah, but... uh, They could have named you Orangelo. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Or Lamangelo. (laughs)